Do you talk about that with your friends? Like, what's how do you know that? Huh? Ear scabs. Is yeah. that a topic of conversation? People know. <laughs> People just know that sometimes you have scabs in your ears and when you pick it, it bleeds a little bit. <laughs> That's, That's not gross. So gross. It's very normal. No, it's not. If I was like, oh, I got a scab on my knee and I picked it and it bled a little bit, why would that be any different than inside of my First ear? First of all, you shouldn't be picking it. It's gross. Second of all, you shouldn't be talking about it. It's gross. Why? Because I just gagged. It's That's gross. Your problem. Whether That's your That's a you problem. Whether it's normal or not for people to pick at their scabs, it shouldn't be talked about because it's gross. That's a you problem is what I'm saying. Because... This is very normal. <sighs> That's so gross. I'm still wearing a hat. You are. Yeah, because my hair hasn't cut itself yet. And you won't let me cut it. Which I get. Uh, you but won't someday, let me cut your hair. Someday you're going to break down and let me do it. Yeah, but my hair. You've cut my hair before. If we're being honest. Have I? Yeah. I don't even remember that. Yep, I do. And that's why oh. <laughs> And that's why you won't be cutting my hair this time. Um, anyway. It, it grows back so fast. Yeah. Mine doesn't. Yeah, But when it's cut, it's cut that way. And so Man. now would be a good time to practice though. Because right, no one's, seeing, no one's seeing you. Unless you have a Zoom meeting. Uh, I don't. Which we've been doing. Yeah, I guess I do. There's a few different podcasts that we should recommend, I think, to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say a few, I mean two specifically. Yeah. The first one is the Sean Widmer podcast. That's my cousin. And he's taught me everything I know about podcasting. And that is kind of offensive to him because he's actually really good and I'm he not. Is. But what I, so he hasn't, so he hasn't taught me much, but he has, well, you understand. Um, so check out his podcast. It's very entertaining. Um, and uh, the other one is the heart of weddings. Yes. And they, if you're if you're looking for wedding content, that would be the way that would be the one to listen to. Yeah, for sure. There are two wedding vendors in Seattle, in the Seattle area, and one's a wedding planner, the other's a photographer, and they really, it's called the heart of weddings because that's really what they're aiming at. They want to just interview people and discuss everything. Um, wedding related we in this industry kind of rely on each other which is really cool especially in this area so if you're a wedding vendor if you are getting married if you are planning your wedding um all of the above you know go listen to them they're awesome yeah and you can find them both uh on instagram or uh searching anywhere you anywhere you get your podcasts the sean widmer podcast and the heart of weddings i had an idea mm -hmm. um I like your ideas most yeah. of the time. Okay. Thank you. You you had a call the other day with a potential bride who was asking yep. you, and you were answering questions, mm -hmm. and we were talking about it afterwards, and, and we've known this, I suppose, but a lot of people ask the same questions. Mm -hmm. So my idea is, what if we answer the questions on a podcast, yeah. and then we can say, just go listen to our podcast. No, I'm kidding. We can but be then, really rude and but, go. <laughs> but then at least um, it's, you know, it's out there and it's documented. I think uh, a few years ago, we started getting asked the same exact questions to where it made us go, is someone facilitating these questions? Like, is someone writing out these questions for 
the masses. Well, it's funny you should mention that because I did a little Googling. <laughs> wow. And it what a turns great out transition. there are hundreds of blogs who have posted that. Mm-hmm. But this one was the first one on Google and it says 36 important questions to ask your wedding photographer. Do you think you could add videographer I think there'll too? be some things that are going to be the same and some things going to be different. But Did you read it or are we uh, just no. reading no, it? No, 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 of course not. I saw that title from brides.com and thought, that's got to be the one. Love it. So it could be not the one, but we'll find out together. Okay. So I'm going to ask a couple of these questions. Some of them, it, like availability, is my wedding date available? Sure, I'm going to skip of some course. of those ones because yeah. obviously. Um, but some of the ones I think that are interesting that I would like to hear how you answer them. And then maybe, uh, you know, it will be it will be useful for people. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I'm okay. not going to read every single one of these because a lot of There's them are a like, them. a lot of them are like, you know. How long have you been shooting weddings? Okay. And those are things that maybe when you initially talk to somebody that's going to come up. So I think there's a lot of them that maybe are going to be. But there's a few in here that I thought were kind of interesting. Um, so the first one and probably the one that we get asked mm. the most is uh, how would you describe your style? Mm-hmm. That to me is and I, I would love to know like why people came up with that question only because if you are looking for a photographer or a videographer you should be pouring over their work like you should be really looking at what they do and i feel like that gives you an indicator of their style right yeah my answer to that question is typically how would you describe my style because i would be curious to hear if they've watched my films or yeah. senior photography that they would go, oh, well, it seems like you're this or you're sure. that. So that it's kind of a funny question because it does feel like. I could describe my style for people. You know, I feel like I'm, I want to document. So I'm, I'm a little bit more of a documentary. Yeah. Did I say that word right? Uh, documentary? No. Documentarian? I don't know. Yeah. More close enough. I feel like I I lean towards more photojournalistic, you know, stuff. Um, there's I like I like good contrast. I like amplifying what's there. Um, you know, I want there to be a feeling. So those are typically some things I say. But I think like the the bummer and things that end up happening when people are searching for a photographer but not actually looking at the work or you know there's words that get thrown around moody um light bright light light and bright and airy um and if you maybe a lot of photographers fall in either of those categories where you know they only lean towards one or the other i find that it for me it depends on the wedding and it depends on the shoot right now as far as extremes i'm not going to shoot overexposed and i'm not going to shoot way underexposed so which would be overexposed would be the light bright and airy feel exactly and under would be the real moody look right so yeah. i'm not going to i'm not going to be either extreme um but you really do have to take into account each wedding each you know session it's there's going to be other factors that weigh in on whether it's going to feel bright or it's going to feel more moody. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that, and I think um, I think 
if you're if you're looking at wedding photographers or videographers, try to answer that question on your own, and maybe sure. even say, okay, this is what this is what I feel like I've seen from your work and what your style is. Would yeah. you agree with that? And have yeah. the conversation about style or what's important because I think it's a it's a word like a it's worth your time to have that conversation yeah. but it's not necessarily like just tell me what your style is and you say oh this is what it is and you go oh, okay well cool then let's move on to the next question right you know what i mean yeah i think maybe a better question would be to ask yourself what style or what work do i gravitate towards yeah and then go from there right. maybe yeah hmm. um do you shoot digitally with film or with both mm. And I feel like that question could come up very naturally for people. I shoot all digitally right now. I could see myself adding some film elements to it because I really like it. Um, but I don't think I would ever transition to all film. That's just yeah. my personal preference and the way that I shoot. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about going to all film. Oh, really? Yeah, 35 millimeter film. Um, it, my packages will start at 100,000, of course, and we'll need <laughs> right. a crew of 15 or, or 20 mm -hmm. to get it done. But listen, I you mean... can't match film, can you? <laughs> um, yeah, that's not really a question that I get asked uh, very often. Sometimes people are curious about yeah. what camera we use or, or the specifics of it, sure. you know, 4K or whatever. But um, that's not that's I've not something that, that we have a to. Couple times. Yeah, we have to really worry about. Yeah, um, I, I think that. One of the mistakes people might think is that if you are a film photographer, that that means you're going to get a certain type of image. Or if you're a digital photographer, you're going to get a certain type of image because um, it, it's sort of, and it's not a perfect analogy, but it's sort of like asking what type of circular saw and drill that you use okay mm -hmm. again not a perfect analogy but no. the craftsman is going to have a lot more to do with your images than the medium that they're shooting on that's a great and I so like that analogy. you like that analogy yeah. oh thank you um <laughs> so so i think that what's more important would be to look at the work and to see it and not get too hung up on oh well this is film so it's clearly better right or, this is digital so it's definitely looks sharper or something no like matter that. what you're using film or digital if you are accomplishing something that um, a client likes, like that's what you should be concerned about. It's like, I love your work, whether it's film or digital. Correct. Yeah. Um, whatever tools you're using, you know, it's not as important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about packages? Like questions about packages. Do you, mm -hmm. one of them they say is, can I customize my package to fit my needs? Sure. I, I love to hear because if not every wedding is the same. So, you know, I just upon an initial inquiry, I may like they may give me a description of of what they're hoping for. And then that's when I can send them my packages. But if I need a little more information, I'll email back or message back or whatever and just say I'd love to hear more um, before I can really look at okay how am i going to accomplish what they are hoping for yeah do you uh do you offer custom packages or is yours mostly I think one the size only, fits all yeah i'm i have two packages i just want to keep it really simple um as far as like if it's a prime wedding date if, right. if it falls within the the wedding season that we have um i just have two packages but 
um, if it is because uh, I've I've shot in really intimate weddings where they didn't need me all day. Um, I've shot elopements where it's just been, you know, a couple hours. So in those situations, I'll absolutely customize it to what they what they're hoping for. But um, as far as like main wedding yeah. dates, there's a little bit of wiggle room. There's things that they can you can kind of get creative with. But I think if they understand most vendors are going to be getting multiple inquiries for mm -hmm. every single day or every single weekend through the summer right. through the prime wedding season and so it doesn't really you can't really like oh sure i'll customize it and knock this off sure uh, because you you most likely will have an inquiry that's willing to pay your full price the next week or something so yeah. um so anyways yeah i think that's i think that's something to uh to consider yeah okay how about this one do you offer retouching, color adjustments, or other corrective services? Uh, that's interesting. I I edit all my photos. Um, and what that means is I'm color correcting or I am um I am coloring. I don't know how you want to say yeah. that. Each photo that you see, I have edited but I will not do any adjustments to, um, you know, arms, body, stuff, As far as shape, face changing stuff. the shape yep. of someone. I'm not yeah. gonna Photoshop someone's appearance. That's just, honestly, it's kind of a, a fundamental, you know, thing to me <laughs> or belief yeah. system. I yeah. don't know what you wanna say, but, um, you know, I really do believe we are created beautifully and i don't want to be adjusting that and changing it to be something that you're not right so if, if they're looking for a photographer that's gonna enhance and reshape and stuff like that and take off some pounds i think and i think that one of, of the things though is um f photography especially video too it's not always super fair and if you don't if you, you you can find unflattering poses and positions is what I'm saying, right? So more, you can find unflattering. You, you can you can uh, you can get a photo that's unflattering of you. Do you Absolutely, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can get a photo that's oh that's not a great representation. Yes. So I think what's what's the answer to that, and people don't ask that a lot in video because obviously you you can't do a lot of that. Right. But what's what is more is knowing how to pose and angle and shoot for different types of people, different body types, different heights. Right. And if you know how to do that on the front end, then you can you can avoid the need to do, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. you can make people, you can flatter them Absolutely. just by knowing what lens selection to use. Yeah, That's a sure. huge thing of it. And so it's, it's not as much of, oh, well, I'm gonna do some retouching, but <clears throat> if I shoot it correctly, mm -hmm. um, then I can, I can give a really flattering image. And, and pay attention to that. Correct. For sure. Yeah. Also, I would add to that um, makeup is important in that where, you yeah. know, I I shoot a lot of weddings where brides don't usually wear makeup at all day to day, um, which oh, sure. is awesome. Is That's amazing. I I do recommend to them to hire a professional makeup artist because you are 
dressed in such a way that you are it's it's different from your daily look you know and, and makeup and, makeup does not take away from who you are yeah it amplifies if it's done well by a professional yeah. it amplifies what's there and it allows your face and your dimension to to really be there's a it reason it just adds that, dimension so that your face isn't flat when we're shooting so even if it's like well i don't do i don't makeup isn't really my thing that's great but at least consider it like you were saying because for the photo and the video uh it's going to have an effect right it is it is one of those important things you need to and i one of my makeup artist friends when she has people come to her and they say i'm i'm really natural i don't want it to be too crazy she'll do their trials but then she'll tell them okay now immediately go home and wash it off because the way that you are dressed today just doing your normal errands yeah. and in like this is this is not a good representation of what sure. it's going to be like cuz people can feel overwhelmed like oh wow this is too, too much, much. Yeah, but on sense. the day you know it it really is important yeah, that makes sense. So that that helps, and then you don't you're not having to do any facial yeah retouching or anything like that. Yeah, cool. That was a long answer. That was a long that. answer to that question. Um, how about this one? How long after the wedding will we be receiving our images? Mm. I usually say eight to twelve weeks. It's a pretty good, you know. It's a pretty pretty big. Pretty big window. Right. If it's in the spring, closer to eight. If it's in September or October, November, it's closer to 12. Um, I edit all of my images. Um, and I, you know. And when you say you edit all of your images, what's as opposed to? Uh, outsourcing. Right. So I'm not sending off my photos for someone else to edit. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just a uh preference thing for me um so because of that i'm editing all all my photos which probably is it's going to be taking now that, me longer that actually wasn't a question in here is do you edit all of your photos yeah uh maybe we'll get to it but that might be a good it, question it, that might be a ask. question that would be worth asking right sure yeah because if you're looking at someone's work you you're hiring them you want that work to be consistent to what they're going to provide for you Otherwise, it's kind of like, what are we going to get? I don't know. Yeah. Again, people have figured out how to outsource and do it in a way that's consistent with their work. I just haven't felt like I've needed to do that. And I I just, it's a preference thing. I won't do it. Yeah. So um, the other aspect is when I call and say, I've got five photos that look really similar, but I like all five of them and I just can't. I have a really hard time narrowing down to yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. It's, you've made fun of me for I it. Have. I uh -huh. just can't help it. Because you'll say, um, hey, which one of these do you like? And I'll look at them and I go, oh, the, oh, you mean the, the <laughs> all five of the same exact images? They're not the same exact ones. They're different a little bit. But I, I do just err on, well, I'm just going to edit all five of them because I like them and I just. So I probably yeah. over deliver as far as how many photos I'm. Yeah. I'm giving people, but that's just how I, I do it. I think everybody in the wedding industry, uh, photography and video wise, understands the pressure, pressure is maybe the wrong word, but understands the like, the dead, the, the feeling of like, oh, I got to get this finished. I got to yeah, get this finished. Sure. Because um, it, the, in the creative process, it it is unlike something that you can just show up and do 
every single day, if that makes sense, like putting numbers into an Excel spreadsheet or something like that. I feel like that's the example everybody uses. And I don't know if anybody actually is doing that, but um, <laughs> it, it, it requires. So what I'm trying to say is that even though it might take, it might seem like a really long time, like, wow, eight weeks to finish. Like it's an, it's an immense amount of work mm-hmm. and, and that you have to be in the right mindset to do. Yeah. To like do there, well. there are times where I can just get in a really great groove, you know, and get a ton accomplished. And then there's a lot of times where I have to walk away and come back to it. Right. Um, your editing process is a lot different than mine. I feel like you have to be really creative on the back end where in the editing um, where I had to be really creative on the front end sure, shooting sure. and locations and, and making sure my settings are right. Yeah, all those things so, yeah. to where um, I work harder to do that so that the editing gets to be a little more efficient for me. Yeah. I, I don't have to be super creative when right, it comes right. to the editing because I already did that process. Yeah, but it does, that makes sense. it takes a long time. Well, and your style, you're not doing sky replacements sure. and like a big composites of 10 different images with flashes that are all put in there and stuff like that. So right. style, your style is led to shoot it right and yeah. and good in camera and then yep. the editing is a lot a lot simpler. Yeah. Um I my point was we we sort of made a decision that um we are going to even though I feel the pressure of like oh, god I really want to get this done and they're expecting it to be done soon that I would rather that they have to wait a little longer yep. and get something that I am like that's it. Yep. And that's happened more than once where I've gotten almost halfway through a, a film and gone, I don't like this yeah. and scrapped it and started over. And that's a huge time waste, mm-hmm. not waste, but a, a, a time suck. Right. Um, but I would rather that their wait is a little longer so that the end product is something that I feel confident saying this is done. This is done. Cause there is, and that's big time for you because you're having to, listen to all the audio like even before you start editing there's so much in that process right where you're you're having to re-listen and watch the whole wedding day in order to start to even envision what the film's going to be looking like yeah. like there's just so much more time involved editing Definitely. for you yeah yeah i think i think you said it well that there's a little bit more work on the front end for you and, and a little bit more work for me on the on the back end of, yeah. of a wedding. What's your what's your turnaround? What I don't do have a number. Them? I don't tell people. Oh, I keep okay. it a secret. <laughs> no, um, I, I usually say in the neighborhood of six months. Yep. Um, and and I hope to beat it. And sometimes it's a little bit longer than that. But yeah. um, and I think maybe people understand this. But when this is our livelihood and we're shooting a lot of weddings, that's what plays into that. We're we're you know editing these weddings in chronological order right and so you know it's it's not that it literally takes the full six months to edit one film obviously that's just taking into account other weddings that were and just the other work like there's work that has to be done yeah exactly so i think that's helpful for people to know so it's a good question people should ask it um and sorry i I just want to reiterate what you said but i think I think it's so much better to take your time and do it well and do it right because you're going to have this the rest of your life. So that um, 
I, I love that you are so conscious of that. I think well, that's you. a really good yeah, thing. Thank you. Um, okay. How about this one? Can we request a list of specific shots we would like? Yeah, I get asked that, you know, a few times. I, I always say yes, because, um, but it also depends. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think. Yes, maybe. Yes, maybe. I don't know. I would like to dig further. What kind of specific shots are you looking right. What are you thinking of? And if they're like, oh, well, I like this certain pose on this in this certain type of location, then it's like, okay, well, we need to dig into this a little bit more um, because that's not necessary because probably or maybe that's not necessarily what I do. Um, and if that's the case, I would never want them to hire me because right. that's not, I, I wouldn't be able to make them happy. Um, so I yes think one, and no. I think one that I've seen you you get specifically was um, a wedding that was, I can't remember where it was, but I think it was uh, uh, in Spokane at, in a barn or something like that, like Green Bluff or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the image that they really liked was at a beach. Mm -hmm. And so it's it, you're trying to, dis, to kind of determine well, is it the is it the pose? Is it the feeling? And it's and it's oftentimes it is. It's attached to a feeling. I just love the way this image feels. Right. And then it's trying to figure out, which can be really difficult, what is giving you that feeling? And is it is it the way that the light is shaped, mm -hmm. or is it the beautiful ocean backdrop? Right. I mean, is it what is it about that image that that is really speaking to you? And that can be. That can be hard for somebody who who knows a lot about photography to explain, mm -hmm. and certainly people who who just it's just it's a feeling that I get, and so right, yeah. So how do you? I mean, what do you? What is your process in that? Well, I just like I said, I just ask questions. I just really try to get at the heart of what they're wanting. Um, I certainly don't mind a shot list. I'm not like, oh, well, I'm I'm not going to work for you then, or I'm going to make sure I don't do the things sure. that you're asking for. Um, I don't typically get shot lists. Um, it does, at least for me, it, I really want to document the day. I want to tell the story of the day. Right. And so a lot of times for me, there's, I'm catching what's natural. I'm, I'm look, scanning the room and I'm seeing how I can capture it in the best way. I'm not necessarily going, oh, I need to get this perfectly posed, um, you know, polished. Right. Shot. I don't know. Yeah. No, that, I think, I think, yeah, I think that I'm, makes sense. I think honestly, a couple of things that you can do is say, find an image that I've taken. If there's one that fits that style. Oh, I love this one because then you have a little bit more context to go off of. Sure. And then also, or give me a few different images that fit that. If it's like, I love this and they can right. show you, well, here's 10 of them. You go, oh, well, it's because the couple in them always are like laughing or they feel sure. really, you know what I mean? So then you yeah. can have maybe a little bit more. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's, it's a vague answer, but that's it is just, digging more yeah what what is it that you're wanting yeah. what and why and then you can kind of go from there but honestly i think those questions are important ahead of time because it's those types of questions that will really allow your client or potential client to know whether or not you're a good fit if it's like if they want something that is nowhere in my work is yeah. something i i don't usually do it's just kind of right. not doesn't fit 
what I do, then I'm going to want to help them be able to see that that's not, right. I, I'm probably not the best fit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess it's just, you just dig and ask, ask questions. Have you ever shot at my venue? Mm, yeah. Um, obviously that's a yes or no answer. I feel like the concern behind that question is if you have never shot at my venue before, are you going to be able to do a good job? Because obviously shooting at a venue multiple times, you have some familiarity, you know, kind of different locations and you kind of have backups to figure out if weather's bad or something like that. Um, you know, but I think people don't really think about when you shoot at a new venue, there's, you kind of, you have fresh eyes, you know, it's, there's something kind of exciting about that. Yeah. I, I don't think that that hinders my work at all. Um, shooting at a new venue. Yeah. I understand where the, the venues are coming from, from wanting to recommend people on their list because they work with a lot of people. And so they have bad experiences yeah, and people that sure. don't either take care of their property or break the rules. And I mean, yeah. we hear about stories all the time. Mm -hmm. So it, it makes complete sense why they would. I just think that for, as a couple's, uh, their, their job, uh, or their, their process of selecting vendors, yeah. specifically photo and video, I think they should take that into account. Mm -hmm. I don't think it should be the number one thing because yeah. uh, especially if the reason is, well, they'll know, where to go to get photos. Right. Because we know shooting that when we're in a brand new location, it can be some of the most exciting times where it's like, where do we get to go? How are we going to do For this? Sure. This is going to be super exciting. Yeah. Um, and, and so that, that, that can be an advantage. Yeah. Um, creatively. Yep. I think the bigger question is, is your photographer or videographer you're looking into, are they experienced enough right. to be able to shoot wherever they go? Right. And that that's that's a great question too because um, it's it's not necessarily oh well have you ever shot at this venue and if the answer is well no then it's even maybe well, do you have maybe some examples or even at like can you give me an example when you shot at a venue for the first time and let me see that wedding and you sure, can go oh yeah. wow they killed it at this place they've never been to okay yeah that'd be a you great know? follow up or um, do you have you shot you know, at any wineries before that you maybe could show me. Something similar. Or, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's make this the last question because I think we've gone on. Yeah. We've gone on long enough. Um, I don't know if we did all 36 or not. Uh, but <laughs> Feels uh, like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is asking about, um, I read it and then I forgot it. So I'll just make it up in my own words, but it was in there. Just trust me. Um, can I see a full gallery mm -hmm. and and in the day and age of instagram yeah uh, it makes me sound like i'm so old um in the day of instagram um but so many people are looking you look through instagram and it can be a great collage or portfolio yep um but why is that a question that you think you should ask or do you think it is. I I think it's a great question. I anytime um, people are inquiring, I even sometimes bring it up. Can I send you a full gallery so you can see what my clients get? Um, I think that's really important because you're you get to actually see the full product because of what you said. Instagram is only giving you just a little taste, and people are putting forward their best stuff. And so while it's a great way to maybe be introduced to someone, yeah you still need to dig deeper and, and figure out what they actually do, especially because I think it's a very interesting market because 
really, it feels like anybody can get a nice camera now and start shooting and everyone has to start somewhere. So I think that's great. I think that's awesome. Um, but there, as far as a client standpoint, you know, there are a lot of horror stories from people not understanding the industry, not understanding weddings, maybe not having backups or not, um, you know, being able right. to troubleshoot when things go differently. Um, there's so many factors that are beneficial to hiring someone with experience. And so, you know, if if someone's not willing to show you a full gallery, I would consider that a red flag. And and my guess is most people are willing. I'm sometimes surprised how few times people are asking to see. In my case, it's not a gallery, but to see my films are posted, but the full documentary or a whole complete wedding package. What did this couple get and see it all? Um, And I just think that that's, yeah, that's that's an important thing. I, I could shoot a wedding. I could take pictures at a wedding and I could come up with five, 10 photos that would be Instagram worthy. Okay. I'm just going to make that statement. But if you hired <laughs> like me to, to be your photographer at your wedding, you mm-hmm. would be disappointed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm not a photographer and I know seeing what you do and how you do it, that you would not get, I could, I could take photos at every wedding and put a collage together that would make it look like I'm a photographer. But if you looked at a gallery of a, of, mm-hmm. of, of, of so I'm not saying what? that's what I just kind of trailed off and hope yeah. that you didn't follow up on that Why? because I just ran out of steam. But everything in that you sentence. were saying was so great. Yeah, I know, but I was ready to move on to the next thought. Does that not ever happen to you where you're thinking something and you're ready to move on? Yes, but I feel so like so you with just kind of just let it fall with to the podcast, wayside. Podcast, you should probably finish the thought. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> um, well, at this point, I've forgotten both of the thoughts. And so the I think the moral of everything we're trying to get here is don't hire me to be the photographer at your wedding. I think <laughs> yeah. that's what we were getting at. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's do this. How about rapid fire? I'm going to ask you a question oh, and you boy. just have to answer it uh, quickly. Quickly. Okay. okay. How many other weddings will you photograph on the weekend of their wedding? Usually one. I used to do back- How many other f- weddings will you- photograph yeah zero. Oh, zero. yeah sorry i uh, just we're thought we're off to a rough start on on the <laughs> on the speed round here i just in my mind i just thought one per weekend you're shooting their wedding will you be shooting any others no okay. not typically that's that's it rapid yeah. fire oh sorry how long have you been shooting weddings six years well eight years with you shooting video rapid fire <laughs> Have you ever worked with our planner, videographer, florist, DJ? That's going to be a difficult one to do in rapid a- fire round because <laughs> this is a fake wedding. <laughs> do you offer a photo booth? No. Can we order prints or albums directly from you? Yes. Will we have the rights to the images? Yes. Oh, wow. Will the images be accessible online and for how long? Yes. Forever. Whoa. Well. Indefinitely. Yeah. Do you carry backup equipment? Yes. How will you and your assistants be dressed? Ooh, like to the we nines. are we are guests. Oh. Like your no, guests? I I dress nice and comfortably. Right. I like to blend. Do you I, dress for the wedding? For example, will your attire look different if you are in a ballroom or if you are on the beach? Or are you basically going to wear similar things? Well, yeah, because I think it depends on if you're hiking. 
I'm going to be a little more practical right. than if it were a downtown wedding. Okay, cool. But I'm probably, no matter what, I'm going to wear comfortable shoes. How about this one? Will you be submitting our photos to magazines or blogs? Ooh, probably not. That takes so much time. I think I, we covered that in our last or one of our other podcasts. I'm all for it if like the couple wants to do that or another vendor or something, but that just takes so much time. I don't typically do that. Uh, oh, how about this? Will you be the one shooting my wedding? Yes. Well, there you have it. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know how speedy that was, but that was our speed round. And I think we've definitely covered the questions. I feel like this was very lopsided though. Do I need to be giving you rapid fire questions? Well, maybe maybe that'll be a future episode where you can ask me uh, and I can answer the questions. But yeah. I think I answered is, I think I, I chimed in enough. on the important ones. So, if you have if you have other questions, you can reach out to us and uh, we'd be happy to answer your questions uh, on any format that you prefer. Yeah. Okay, well it's uh, week, what, nine or 10 of quarantine. Oh, I have been working no. pretty hard on my summer body. <laughs> this year, my summer body is going to be overweight. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. And yeah. I've been working hard on it. Mm -hmm. So I Mine feel pretty too. good about where I'm at. Well, I'm the only one you need to impress. So you've, you impressed? you've already got me. Are you impressed? Yeah. I mean, I've got you, but are you impressed? I am impressed by question. you. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Thank you for watching and tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next time on The Dining Room Table.